All right, what's up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we will be going over Chiefs versus Broncos. I don't know if you want to call that a good win or a bad one. We'll call it just a win. We also have uh, the new number one AFC uh, team in the league. Uh, John might have predicted the Super Bowl while he while we're at it. Um, it's possible. Lock of the week, week 13 reactions. The Lions won, but Jared Goff's winning more. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get right into it. Chiefs, Broncos, 22-9. Was this a good win for the Chiefs, or was this just a no. bad Broncos team? No. Not a good win. I don't think it's a good win. Um, the offense continued to be the same offense that we've seen pretty much ever since uh, week the week against the Eagles outside of the Raiders game. I don't know. Uh, I am definitely a little bit concerned, and it's kind of just frustrating that it's a continued repetition of interceptions off the hands of receivers killing momentum. Um, I I was not optimized by this game. The defense played well, but Denver's offense has also been pretty lousy recently. Um, and yeah, overall, I I wasn't thrilled. I don't know about Jackson. Um, I wouldn't say I was thrilled, but I don't think there is such thing as a bad win at this point in the season. Uh, December football is pretty hard. Uh, and, you know, obviously the offense is still making a lot of mistakes. Mahomes is missing throws that he just has to make. His mechanics are all jacked up right now. But, you know, I think it it's a good thing. They're able to win when they're not playing that dynamically. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I think the defense is legit at this point. They've been able to put up you know, a month and a half now of really good performances. So, you know, I think it was a solid win. I think ultimately your season comes down to the Thursday night game uh, at the Chargers in two weeks. So, uh, the you know, this three-week stretch is very important. You had to win these division games at home. And, yeah, I guess I just leave it at that. I wasn't over the top thrilled with it, but it is a win. And so you just have to take those and move on. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a new narrative being uh, painted where it's like, if the Chiefs were, are this good on defense, then it's okay for them to keep on running the ball and not put up the points that we're expecting them to put put up. Because at the same time, with us running more, it keeps the defense on the bench getting rested. So, I mean, like, I think we're just trying to still find that even point where it's like our defense is rested. We get to play the offense that we want to see, that we know that can work. But we just can't really find that right now. So, I don't know. I do think the offense does need to start showing some good, some better steps going in the right direction as we're getting mm-hmm. towards the end of the week or the end of the year. Because going into the playoffs, I you're not going to face a Broncos offense who averages nine points. Now, if we do that to the Cowboys again, yeah, I mean, then that's good. Then we only need to score nine. But this, we can't keep on relying on our defense. Is what I guess I'm trying to get to here. Well, yeah, that, I will. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I say I I will say this is a better formula than just playing shootout. We're going to yeah. put up 45, you're going to put up 40 football. Those teams typically don't win championships. It's, you know, December is where legitimate teams take over and you're seeing that. You saw it last night in Buffalo. I mean, I know that was extreme conditions, but you know, in September it's all these high-flying offenses. In October, it's all this, you know, air raid across the middle, big plays. And then it gets into the winter, and it's always the physical football teams that do the best. It's always the teams that can play smash-mouth football that can 
get up on the line of scrimmage that can just physically dominate you that have the most success. And the Chiefs so far, uh, as we've turned into the later half in the year, have been able to physically dominate teams, which is a very good sign. Yeah, and I, like a thing I want to say about the offense too is like I don't think that there's an approach issue really at all. In fact, and in fact, I would say if anything, like we need to look for even more of the times to run and times to go to the check down. Like I think that is still a symptom of this Gosh, offense. What if you would have told me that John Alvey would yeah. have just said what you just no. said five months ago, I would have been saying, "What are well, you smoking?" Well, but the thing that's changed now is. I don't think this current iteration of Patrick Mahomes is even a Pro Bowl level quarterback is kind of where I'm at. Like, I I have very little trust in him, to be honest. He I'm not saying it can't be fixed, but as of right now, he's missing receivers like it's ridiculous. I don't know. I feel like a lot of our struggles are up to him kind of just not finding his man the way that he used to. So I'm no longer as defensive in the sense that we need to rely on him as well, much because... He's kind of proven that he can't be relied on like I that mean, anymore. If you're talking about throwing checkdowns and all that, and which that's happening more often, whenever he throws the long ball, it's only a but few plays per game. But he hasn't thrown a long ball in like eight weeks. Like, we had, uh, he hasn't him. completed a big play since the one against the football team. That's, uh, but that's for what the Daryl Williams, say, you got Moss. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they, uh, <laughs> When you're throwing checkdowns, you're not going to be throwing the ball as far as much, so then those players are going to stick right. out but to that's you not what more. I'm saying. But are you saying that is like a defense of Mahomes? Because what I'm saying is that the times we do throw down the field, he looks like an awful down the field. Well, no, I'm just saying because because you only see that so often. You don't see that 10 to 15 plays like we used to last no, year. No, but we definitely did. It's not, I'm not talking about bombs. I'm literally talking about any pass that requires Mahomes to throw the ball like eight yards to uh, a receiver running in a forward bombs. direction. He no, no yeah, longer. I mean, Chris Collinsworth said it on the broadcast the best. He doesn't need to throw a sidearm all the time. Just well, get the ball. Yeah, whether, what, what, that's not what I'm saying. Whatever point it is, the reason that I am a proponent of the Chiefs running the ball now is because we no longer have a Mr. Baller arm who can hit anybody in that 10 to 20 yard range over and over again, which is what the Chiefs were in the past years. Like, it, it it's, it's kind of like you have Tom Brady as your quarterback. That's not, that's not a bad thing. Down. That's not a bad thing. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I think Mac Jones is direct proof that there are plenty of quarterbacks that yeah. aren't good quarterbacks that can be good quarterbacks, if that makes any sense. And I think, look, no, this is getting a little bit a little far. All I'm saying is, look, the Chiefs offense with the way that things have been working out with them, I currently think the better approach is a more dink and dunk approach than trying to be that high-flying offense because for one reason or another – it's just not the thing that's working out for us. Dink and dunk gets you the big play. I don't know why that's such a hard thing for people to understand. Well, but in fairness, but, it is, but it hasn't led to any big play. Like, we've been dink and dunk for a good six weeks now. Like, the big play is gone. They also shoot themselves. Like, we've said this all season. They shoot themselves in the foot more than any team in the league. They just, every yeah, time that I, they get any momentum going on offense, they have a drop pass and it ends up being an interception or a fumble or a penalty. Every single possession that happens, it feels like. And, you know, the only good offense we've really seen between the Dallas game and this Denver game were the opening drives, really. Yep, and that's yeah. just the scripted stuff, the first 15. And that's something that you would kind of expect out of, like, a, like that's what happened, uh, for example, like in Green Bay with uh, the first year they hired Matt LaFleur. I remember specifically that that team – 
They were good. They won a lot of games like this Chiefs team is, but their offense was really like just lackluster except for those opening drives where they had stuff scheduled. That's kind of what you're seeing right now in Kansas City. Yeah. Because yeah. the scheduled stuff is really doing its thing, but everything else is really just kind of up in the air, and guys are just not making plays. Yeah, no, well, I mean, the- whenever our script, our thing, our scripted plays are some of the best because it seems like those first, that first drive we always have, like, we're, we're always moving down the field. But then after that, yeah. it's like it just dies out. And I have no idea why they don't get Tyreek and McCole Hardman the ball more in space. Like, I'm not saying you have to throw it. 30, 40 yards down the field to them, but give them like a pitch, give them like a crossing route underneath. There's no reason they should have a combined four catches in an entire game. There's no or reason for draw them routes where they're catching the ball behind the line of scrimmage, even yeah, like something. It, get them in space. It, they're yeah. When they're in space, that's when your best offense happens. And yeah, and the thing about it is just the way people are setting up against us negates the power of that speed sprinting down the field but i still feel like we're trying to force that but uh, i look i'm not a football genius i don't see every look so i'm not gonna say that this is like a big thing andy reed has but i definitely agree with you like i think when a team does that and you're a you're a speed-based receiving core like the chiefs are you have to find other ways to exploit that advantage. And I think a big thing has been that they really haven't found ways to exploit that advantage in the way that they have in the past. And it's why, it, I mean, like, everyone thought Michael Hardman was going to have a resurgence this year or something. He's been his same mediocre self. And Hill's been pretty good, evidently, but it's just, it's not the same force that we've seen in the past. No, and like the thing that makes me mad, Michael Hardman could be scary, Terry. It could be AJ Brown. Yeah, could be, could be freaking DK Metcalf. No, one of them. Okay, wait. Then AJ Brown was drafted before McCole. One of those three were drafted before. Oh, and yeah, another like thing I'm that makes me mad is Clyde Edwards Elair. In hindsight, should be Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that is tragic. That is that is one that hurts. But they didn't draft Clyde Edwards Elair to even really be a running back, which is the stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, they drafted him to be a receiving back, and they don't even use him in the receiving yeah. game. It makes this zero sense. Did we, like, discover that he's a terrible route runner, actually, or something? Because literally from day one, from that Texans game, we were acting like he was, like, Le'Veon Bell, pretty much. Like, prime Le'Veon Bell. Like, continuous patient runs in the backfield. But, like, that's entirely not what this whole plan was, I feel like. I feel like it's, like, he was so shifty, and he still is, but, like, how can a guy like Darrell Williams, who's a power back, be getting more receptions and more yardage in the receiving game than Clyde can. Like, there's no reason our biggest passing play of the game should be, like, what, a 40-yard pass to Darrell Williams down the field? Like, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire should be that guy that's down the field making linebackers miss, and he's not. And so, I mean, that's just a whole different argument. But, yeah, yeah. I, it is a very confusing situation why they don't. Because you saw it early in the game. They used a, a screen pass with him, and they got a, a big chunk on it, and then they basically just didn't throw it his way the rest of the game. I really don't understand why. Yeah, and once again, I just can't reiterate it more. Do not pick a running back in the first round. Do you know how easy it is to get a good running back? Um, look like, at New England last night. <laughs> yeah. You None of those guys were first-round picks. Anywhere. There was a season where the Chiefs literally had uh, their their first string running back, Jamar Charles, gets hurt, and they put in Sharkandrick West, and he balled out until oh. he got hurt, and then Spencer Ware Ware. balled out. So why would you use aggressive draft capital on a position that can just appear out of nowhere? 
Because well, look quite at, literally look at the current what, roster. You've got Clyde who's a first round pick, and then you have Darrell and uh, Derek Gore who are both undrafted. Like and they, it, and they're both as productive, if not better. So yeah. you are really, yeah. It was a it was a bad pick. That's Terrible regardless pick. of the point. But you have yeah. them now, so you can't go back in time and nope. fix the pick. What you can do yeah. is fix how you're using them because mm-hmm. there are still ways you can use him effectively. All right, I think we'll leave it at that. Let's get into week 13 of the Oh, NFL. wait, I do have to say one thing because I don't think this was announced before the last one. Um, Tommy Townsend, special teams player of the month. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. He was. Just but, two weeks but late. But truly, he deserved He had a hell of a month. I feel yeah, like yeah, it's a bad did. thing to be special teams player of the month. Because uh, then that means your no, your offense so. sucks. Not necessarily. Like he literally were... is like a big reason that we beat the Packers. Like I think you can give a lot yeah. of the credit to him. It is so much harder as a quarterback to be looking at ninety plus yards every time you get the ball, and that was really the case for Jordan Love in that game. All right, yeah. skin th- week thirteen. Congrats to Tommy Townsend. Yep. Cowboys Saints twenty seven seventeen. Uh, yeah, the Saints are done. Yep. <laughs> Later, Saints. Yeah, uh, Colts yeah. Texans thirty one zero. This Colts team bounces back after Buccaneers tough defeat. Is this a team in January where you do not want to see them in the playoffs if they make it? Yeah, I see that. I mean, what they come down to is I don't think anybody will blow the Colts out. I don't think anybody in the AFC can. It really comes down to can Carson Wentz avoid the stupid mistakes, and if he can, the Colts can probably beat anybody in the AFC. If he does what Carson Wentz has unfortunately been doing for too much of his career the last two years, then no. I mean, they're probably going to lose. But, you know, the Colts are a solid team, and they're a team that if they get in can definitely give everybody in the AFC trouble, honestly. Uh, Yeah, and the thing I want to say about them is they have a similar trajectory to, like, the 2018-2019 year where they lost to the Chiefs in the first round. That's not to say that I think they're going to get – beaten by a terrible defense like they did against us but um that thing that game against the colts we actually played good no with a it was a defensive game really i mean we scored 31 points i want to say but like the whole crux of it was just that andrew luck did nothing the whole time Mm -hmm. like i think he threw a couple picks we were in the backfield all night it was like very stressless Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was weird all right, and let's get on to the next game where some people call it Miracle on Turf. Vikings-Lions. 29-27 Lions. Eh, come on. It was due to happen. You know, it, it had know. to happen. Yeah, I know. The Lions could be 4-6 and six right now, if we're being honest. Um, the Lions are actually not mathematically eliminated yet. Somehow. They can <laughs> that, still make the playoffs. That's ridiculous. So. They- if I were them, I would sit Jared Goff down and find the worst quarterback off the street and put him in and make sure you don't win another game, though. I mean, you wanted to win one. You didn't want to go winless, but now you got that, so it's over. Just yeah, play so Tim Boyle now, on the bench. Yeah, and, go fuck dude on the streets of Detroit. Tell him practices tomorrow and throw him in there. And go. And then just let Jared Goff sit at home with his hot-ass girlfriend. And yeah, I think everybody wins. Did you see her celebrating his win? <laughs> I did see that, John. Oh, yeah, I think everybody Josh saw that. Ian Rappaport was tweeting about it at 8 in the morning. That dude was horny early up in the morning. Yeah, he was having a morning delight. He's like, this is the best. And everyone in the comments was just fucking roasting him. They were like, <laughs> we know why he tweeted this. And then uh, oh, Trey, Wingo, Trey Wingo tweeted like Jared Goff winner. <laughs> it's just like, damn, all these old-ass football analysts are horny. <laughs> all right. But yeah. Giants, Dolphins, 20-9. to Dolphins make it, what, six in a row? No, five. Five in a row, and they play the Jets next, so you 
They probably play the Jets and tech, Jets and Jaguars, I think, next. Like you think Saints. that they regret selling, like acting like Tua is garbage? I mean, in the past three games, he only has five touchdowns. Who I mean, they're cares? six and seven. Like I, it's their Again, defense that is what's making Tua them is the only quarterback out of the twenty twenty class that has a winning record. He's ten and seven in his career. Okay, and just wait a- for Justin Herbert to get another year. Well, just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I mean, this Dolphins team is worse than that Chargers team. And Tua, I mean, he's doing his thing. Look, he is honestly like left-handed Mac Jones. I think that's literally what he is. He just completes a lot of easy passes, and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And that's fine. People are like, oh, he's a bust because he can't make a backward sidearm throw with his eyes closed while taking a shit at the same time. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be Mahomes or Lamar or Josh Allen. You could be Mac Jones in this league and be successful, and I think that's what Tua is. So I I don't think Tua is a bad quarterback at all, and I think that the Dolphins are another team. If they get in the playoffs, their defense can give teams problems because Tua just simply will not throw the game away. He's not going to do that. He's completing 70% of his passes. Yeah, and the, the, the Dolphins have a shot. I mean, look, they play the Jets and the Saints, Saints. and then the yeah. Titans. That, those are all winnable. I mean, the post-Derrick Henry Titans, who yeah. knows about them? They look They're a little bit garbage. Like New England and home. So, like, I, I don't know. They, yeah. they, 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 might, they might get in. They, it's going to be hard. But if yeah. you think 9-8 and eight has a shot and they get a good tiebreaker, or you think they can beat the Patriots at home and win out, they, uh, they have a chance. All right, yeah. next game, Bucks-Falcons, 30-17, Buccaneers. Eagles-Jets, 33-18. Gardner Minshew is back. Yes, he is. <laughs> I don't oh know what God. to make of Gardner Minshew. Like every chance he's ever gotten, he's been good. Yeah, but and then whenever just... they give him the extra week, then he's ass. Like it's not like... really. I mean, not really. Gardner Minshew's actually had a pretty good career. Like when you think about it, he he's gotten his career thirty nine touchdowns to eleven interceptions. That's not bad. And in his career, he's eight and thirteen. Which on the Jaguars, eight and thirteen. I guess he's seven and thirteen there. But on Jacksonville, like I feel like this guy's a little disrespected. I feel like Gardner Minshew is better than a backup. I'm. Yeah. He's better than Andy Dalton is today. I'd say that. He's better than Jared Goff is to be today. honest, That's I really it. didn't realize it. So, yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. I, I mean, he's a pretty solid quarterback. And I know it's the Jets, but still, I mean, to just come in off the bench and do that. He's better than impressive. Tom Brady. He started only four more games. So, I would say his NFL regular season ratio is probably around a 33 to 9. That's pretty damn good. That I mean, I'm not saying good. he's going to consistently do this, and I'm not saying he's going to be a uh, Pro Bowl quarterback, but I feel like he deserves a shot. Like, I don't know why Jacksonville bailed on him. So, I, I mean, I do know why because of Trevor Lawrence, but, like, I feel like people Well, no, just, I like, mean, everyone did – everyone thought whenever uh, – what's his name? Urban Meyer was like, yeah, we still have a QB contest, and it's a week away from the regular season. Everyone's like, yeah. Why? But then, I mean, now that you actually look at it, it's like that actually makes sense because, I mean, Gardner Minshew's not a bad quarterback. No, he's not. And he'll be in the league for a very long time as a backup if he never starts. All right. Uh, Next up, Cardinals-Bears, 33-22. Cardinals-Chargers-Bengals, 41-22. Chargers were up 24-0. Bengals came back 24-22 and then blew it. This summarizes... We an easy one here, didn't we? Hmm? We found an easy one with the Chargers. That was an easy pick. Yeah, I had them underdog of the week. I this got that one. I got them block of the week. So. Easily. 
Although Chargers... I said in our group chat, I said in our group chat when it was twenty-four nothing in the second quarter, I was like, I already got my underdog of the week, and then it got yep. to twenty-four twenty-two, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, when and it then... got to that, I was like, we're both. I, what I really wanted to happen was the Chargers to like lose by one, so that I got to enjoy it still, but you didn't. But hmm. alas, life yeah, is no. never so perfect. Yeah, true. Can't be that perfect. All right. Yeah. Next up, Jags Rams thirty-seven-seven Rams football team Raiders seventeen foot. 17-15 football team. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, the Raiders, like, why is it like this every year? Every the Raiders year they are going to Raiders. Yeah. Every year they start off, and it's like, hey, the Raiders aren't too bad. Like, they can play. Yeah. You know? Like, they're all right. We should be a little if worried about week losing. one through five for the Raiders' schedule for any year, you should be scared. But from week yeah. five, yeah. six, 18, you should beat them. Yeah, 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 and I mean, look at what they what did they start off as like four and zero, and they're, they're six five and, and two, I believe, at one point, and you know they're six and six. So not yeah. to say that this year's a little different. They obviously lost their head coach and they lost their number one wide receiver, so that's a little different, but still same old Raiders. Also, like lost their head coach in the weirdest way ever. Like yeah. <laughs> usually, you know, there's like maybe a little calm before the storm, but like yeah. John Gruden just got moved on quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right next game uh, is raven steelers 20 to 19 lamar misses a throw to win the game yep big yeah. loss big it, loss it big ben's uh farewell tour starts now i guess and i don't want to yeah. hear that lamar jackson did such a good job on that drive to get him into the spot no 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 okay Watch fine maybe not the entire drive is the dumbest thing Ever. If you find yourself playing prevent defense where the corners are 15 yards off the receivers, what the hell are you doing? It's, it's really like not that less hard. Than 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Like you, you, yeah. It's a, it is a, like, basically, in my opinion, like the, you should be in a situation where you're thinking the team is going to have to try a Hail Mary. And if yeah. not, then play like somewhat regular defense. I mean, you don't <laughs> have to press them, but my God. Yeah. It uh, yeah. it just drives me nuts. It's like oh, twelve yard pass over the middle, and since they're so far off, and nobody's there to hit him. Like yeah, it it blows my mind. It's like oh, eighteen yard gain, sixteen yard gain, fourteen yeah. yard gain. Like nah, what are you doing? Sorry, that game just pissed me off. I yelled at the TV way harder at that than I have at the Chiefs all year. I kid you not. <laughs> all right, forty nine er Seahawks thirty to twenty three Seahawks. I lost my lock of the week. And you know what would have happened? I would have won my lock of the week if I would have just stayed with my gut and went with the Patriots, but Jackson made me think he was going to take Patriots. So That's not my fault. Yeah, that's not his fault. He I never said I was going to take Patriots. Patriots. Okay, you but just thought he did. Because that, seemed, that line seemed way too good. And when we got to and 49ers, I lost my lock of the week, so you can relax. Who was your lock of the week? Broncos plus 10. Oh, that's right. John, did you? Yeah, he did one. Yeah, I won. So John's 9-3. and three. I don't have the sheet with me. John's 9-3. and three. I'm six and six. Jackson is. I don't know what I am, but I'm ass. You're five and seven. Seven? Yeah. Yeah, because we took I'm a week off. I'm the only off, one so with a seven. winning record guaranteed. Let's go. Congratulations, yep. John. I'm hyped. All right. I'm hyped. Anyway, yeah. Seahawks, uh, uh, I heard this. Also, Russell what was it Wilson... we agreed on? Lock of the week winner gets 100 bucks from everybody? <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> never agreed on. God damn uh, it. Russell Wilson. Never agreed on. This is what I kind of find interesting. This week would have marked the eighth week from his injury, and doctors said it would take him six to eight weeks. 
He's played three games since he's came back. Both The first two were both terrible. And now when he should have been fully healthy, you actually see the Seahawks winning games. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely a thing. I mean, it 100% is. Like, it came back way too soon. Yeah, and like a lot of old head sports players will tell you like, oh, if it's just pain management, it shouldn't affect how you play. No, like actually injure yourself, go try to do something and like tell me if you actually can't blame your a player. Your throwing finger is so important to as a yeah. quarterback. Like if, if it was like a lineman that had like a fucked up finger, I'd be like, get over it, like play. But like yeah, your like quarterback, like, with you have to have your... You have to have like, your fingers are so important towards everything you do. So, yeah, like Russell, you can tell he's starting to look a little more comfortable, and just like the fact that he was out for so long, just getting back in a rhythm. Uh, but it's too little, too late. I, if I'm Seattle, I kind of consider just letting him rest the rest of the way. I mean, I what are you playing him for? You're not going to make the playoffs, so I don't. I know. mean, they can still go in what nine and eight. Do we think there's any chance they do that? Because I don't think there's I do any think chance if they lose it. another game. You. I just, you're gonna have to still play him, but like, yeah, you gotta play him till you're mathematically eliminated. I That's feel probably like. true, but this but, is probably the end for Pete Carroll, and yeah, uh, this and is it's gonna be also, interesting. And I think he should could retire. be the end for Russell Wilson. Wait, so. did Pete Carroll just get like a lifetime lifetime contract? Not a lifetime. He signed last year an extension for like four or five years, but I mean, at this point, it's it's pretty bad. Pete yeah. Carroll's. This doesn't have, and I have, like, we always have given, people have always given the shit to the Patriots for being bad at drafting. The Seahawks drafting is literally, like, I think, I legitimately think we could do better than them. Like, they miss on every single fucking pick. This is what they took this last year. They have a first-round pick because they traded it for Jamal Adams, which is obviously a stupid decision. Second-round wide receiver, Dwayne Eskridge. I have not heard that guy's name one time this year, ever. Yeah, nope. Last year, first-round, Jordan Brooks. Never heard of him. The year before, LJ Collier, terrible. The year before, Rashad Penny, now their third string running back. The year before, Malik McDowell. Like, these guys, who are these guys? Like They, they, they drafted Metcalf, though. I'll give them credit for that. Like, yeah, they did get that, but, like, I'm just saying, like, this drafting has been terrible, and Pete Carroll's had a huge influence on that. So I feel like it's it's almost, it's got to be the end of the road there. Yeah, you would think. And, I mean, he's the oldest coach in the league. Like, it can't hurt yeah. to move on. That you, no. It's good for them. All right. Patriots Bills, the win game. The, win. Did you guys see the video of the the field goal before the game? It was ridiculous. Yeah, like hundred yards to the and right. You know who uh, tweeted yeah. that, John? Yes, I know who tweeted it. <laughs> Just seeing. Oh, it doesn't mean they filmed it. I don't care. He definitely filmed it because it. Yeah, they did film it. You could hear them in the background. <laughs> but... <laughs> what the heck? Well, no, you and plus, they actually filmed that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could hear. They were at the game. Somebody laughed. Yeah, they were at the game. Yeah, they were at the game. Did you guys see that video of a dude in the tailgate lipping, bi- licking Big Cat's nipple? No, but you oh. sent it to us, and I was very confused. It's a video, and the it's like obviously coming down snow, and Big Cat's got his shirt off with his dad bought out, and he's like, people are being bitches. Like, it's not even cold out here. And then a bunch of guys run up, and they're like, Big Cat! And then PFT, and then, uh, what's his name? Yeah, PFT is like, lick his nipple! And the dude just licks Big Cat's nipple. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> God, John hates but ball yeah, so uh, that game. That that, I mean, look. I mean, people are trying to say. First of all, the first thing I have to say is, I saw a bunch of dumbass from PFF saying football should only be played in domes. Every stadium should be a dome. 
Shut the fuck up. All right. It kills the product when it's outside and there's bad weather. No, it doesn't. That game was entertaining as hell yeah. to me. I, yeah, uh, I thought it was so strategically fun. I 100% agree. And I, like, how often does it actually make, like, a big effect, you know? Like, the other thing about it is that a lot of times, like, the biggest, um, the biggest side effect is that people don't want to kick. Like, isn't that what we all want? Like, jeez. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. Uh, I, w- I thought it was entertaining. It was so weird. And oh, I just, thought it was. It was so Belichick, too. Like, oh, Belichick, the, the, the wind gets going hard. He's like, you know what? Nope. Nope. Three passes. Three passes. He threw one pass before the fourth quarter. Like, it, deep into the fourth quarter. Like, they didn't have to throw any passes. Uh, they, yeah. they threw one pass, and if they didn't throw and any pass they threw in the fourth quarter, they didn't need to throw. They threw twice in a row. They could have run both of those and won the game. Like, if that is not evident <laughs> that Tom Brady's rings are, like, 100% due to Bill Belichick and the Patriots, then I, I don't know what you could – I don't know what else to show you. Three passes, and they no. won the damn game. 100%. And, uh, look, I was listening to Bomani Jones's podcast, and he was talking about how everyone, like, basically was like, oh, was it Brady or Belichick? last year and everyone with brady winning deemed it as brady right well yeah uh, like the thing that it comes down to for me is like belichick has already done it without brady quote unquote he's just done it while brady was there like you really want to tell me that like look tom brady for a while was by far the best quarterback in the league do not get me wrong But for more, like for basically all of the rings anyway, it was a version of Tom Brady that wasn't even the best quarterback in the league at the time. Like, yeah. it, it's it's ridiculous to think that it's not Belichick. Like, just the way that the Patriots are the same thing. They're the same. Like, yeah, they're, they were a little bit worse at the start of the year. They had some growing pains. But, like, this is very similar to the Patriots teams that I got so used to pissing me off. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, but yeah, uh, one thing I do want to say is, John, you might be a uh, genius. You might, I might be a genius. Oh might... yeah, because it's possible that it's Patriots Bucks. It is yeah. the number one predicted Super Bowl matchup according to like FPI. Well, okay, but the other thing about that is that like it really shouldn't have been that bold prediction. Like the Patriots went. John, but you did not agent. predict. You did not predict the Patriots because you didn't expect Mac Jones to go like this. You no, 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 Because of money. My brother. You can ask my brother for sure. I haven't specifically mentioned Mac Jones, but I have been major they're going to be fine with Mac Jones. Let me tell you that. Also, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, when you per- when you first made it, I thought, like, you were just predicting it because you think the NFL's rigged. No, 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 no. 100% thought the Patriots were going to be fine. There's no difference between Mac Jones and Tom Brady. I'm sorry. There just isn't. They are, like, literally the same person. They're smart. They get the ball out somewhat quick, and they don't get sacked. Like, that's basically where it is. And the rest of it is done by the Patriots because it's a system. And I saw a bunch of people, especially Patriots fans last night, really mad at McDaniels, Josh McDaniels. They were really pissed off at the game plan. But I'm trying to say this. Mac Jones would have thrown that game away if you gave him over 10 passes. I promise you. One of those would have been an errant ball, an errant touchdown. It was the perfect game plan oh, in that no, situation. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And people are like, well, that's fair. People are so pissed. They're like, three passes. That's a terrible game plan. You're so predictable. Well, they 
they ran all over Buffalo. And then Buffalo players, they they asked uh, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyatt, both their safeties after the game. One of the reporters asked them, they go, "Are you?" It's something along the lines of like, "Are you embarrassed that you know you got run over like that and they only threw three passes?" And they tried to say some shit. We're like, "Well, we only gave up 14 points. Shouldn't have given up anything." All they did was run. You yeah. knew every single play they were going to run the football, and you could do nothing about it. Yeah, and look, when when Josh Allen scores 10, and you go, we yeah. only gave up 14, and the winds were 50 miles an hour when it was gusting, like, that should tell you that you should be not giving up that many points. But regardless of what anyone said last night, by far and away, the worst thing that I saw was Sean McDermott, direct quote saying, let's not give more credit than we need to give bill belichick in this one no no see that why would you say that why would you say that like that is you would never ever ever after a game hear andy Reid say that about another coach you would never hear andy go up and say in fact andy would have probably been like yeah he balled out like he did he 100 percent did he he belichicked the shit out of them like such a belichick yeah all right we it's went good. on for a while about that game, but it it's was I had four. a lot of strong opinions. It had a lot of strong opinions on that one. Here we go. Week fourteen, lock of the week standings are going in. Jackson's five seven one. I'm six six and one. John's nine three and one. Underdog of the week, Jackson's four and seven. I'm six and five. John's five and six. All right, let's get it. You're six and five and underdog of the week. What? You're six and five and underdog of the week. Yeah. Jeez, you've been balling out. Doing a good job I started five and zero in lock of the week, and ever since then I'm one and six. <laughs> yeah, tough. but you've been falling out in the. I mean, I started off like five and one in underdog, and I've lost every single one since. So I'd rather get lock of the week right. I'd rather be crowned lock of the week champ than underdog champ. You know, underdog's harder. But lock of the week, yeah, it's also more random. But also, yeah. like, who cares? It's lock of the week versus yeah. underdog of the week. Steelers, yeah. Vikings, Vikings minus three. Jackson, who you got? Battle of two teams that didn't beat Detroit. That's what this Thursday night is. Um, I like Minnesota here. I like him at home. Pittsburgh, big win. Minnesota, terrible, embarrassing loss. I like the Vikings to win this one. You always have that big win mindset where teams coming off big wins just suck. But you kept saying that for the Titans three weeks in a row and it never worked. And eventually it hit them. But just but way you know later what? than I, I thought. Think this, I think this, can, this streak continues. And this line is three. So give me Steelers, underdog of the week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she. Yeah. I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take. Shoot. Shoot. Shit. Is Dalvin Cook know. gonna play? Questionable. Is Dalvin Cook gonna play against the Vikings? Against He's questionable. We just said questionable. Oh, sorry, it it lagged out. It just. Yeah, but uh, Alexander Madison's a pretty damn good back, so. I mean, all right, screw it. Minnesota lock of the week. Oh. <laughs> we got a lot on the line there early this yep. week. Yep, Thursday okay. night. Okay. baby. Okay. Nice. I like it. Three points against the shit ass Steelers. Yeah. Hey, just saying, a team that loses to Detroit, you got to feel like they're going to come out the next week and play their ass off. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's a weird dynamic. If you're the Steelers, you can't be the team that loses to the freaking Vikings, but. You know, they're the team that lost. To the I'll line. say this: the loser of this game misses the playoffs, well, and maybe yeah. they both do. But yeah, I was the losers say, I for think sure they out. Both do. Eh, Pittsburgh's in it. Six, five, and one. I mean, they're if they win this game, they're really in it. Seven, it's, five, like, and we one. We still got to play us though. It makes it a little harder on them. 
I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, be- they're actually not. Oh, they got to play the Ravens and the Chiefs. Have you heard, John? I know you definitely haven't heard it, but Jackson, have you heard of uh, the uh, top ten biggest losers in the NFL? It was on part of my take yesterday. I haven't. Yet. What is that? So this. So they're trying to get. You'll understand why this makes sense. The Steelers okay. are involved in this, but they were wondering if Matt Ryan could go to Philadelphia. I and saw this on Twitter. Okay, he Big Cat had Matt Ryan and the Eagles, and he said it'd be a perfect match. I well, did yeah, but he was like, I need it. But PFT was like, I need them to have that connection where it's like their uncles played in high school together. So then their, uh, one of their workers, Jake, looked up their, them both on Twitter, and this is what came up. Yeah. The top 10 biggest losers in the NFL. And no order. <laughs> Mason Crosby, <laughs> Matt Ryan, <laughs> Bills Mafia, Jalen Mills, Nick Sirianni, the New York Yankees, Jalen Mills, Schittsburg Steelers, Ruffing the Passer Rule, and Kevin King. And yes, I did say Jalen Mills' name twice. His name is on the list twice. And you said the New York Yankees? Yes. All right. That's a pretty funny list. (laughs) Fabulous. Moving on. Moving on. Some more games. But yeah, sorry. Falcons, Panthers. Speaking of Matt Ryan, Panthers minus yeah. two and a half. Damn it! Uh, yeah, I know. Go, damn it! I'll go Panthers. I wanted to go underdog, but I can't, so I'm just gonna take Panthers. I'm going. I think I don't know. Coming off a of bye week, teams are normally good off a of bye, so I'll just go with that. No, uh, give me Falcons. I, I like Cordell Patterson a lot. Did I say yeah, Vikings? Fal- I meant Falcons. No, you said Falcons. Oh. Ravens Browns Browns minus two and a half this makes no sense oh god damn I really am interested in taking the Ravens plus two and a half but I'm gonna restrain myself from doing that I'm just gonna take Ravens to win but yeah why the Browns are favored in this game that is a that is that is an interesting one like the fact that the Browns couldn't win after Getting four interceptions from Lamar shows that they can't win against Lamar. A weird thing, too, because this is going to be the second straight game they play Baltimore. They played Baltimore, had a bye, and now they're playing Baltimore again. So, I mean, I, yep. I, I don't yeah. know if that's ever really happened. The Ravens. I'm tempted, but I'm not going to because I think there's better lines. I'll actually take the Browns. Not going to lie. Feel at home. Cowboys okay. football team. Football team's on a high. Paul Pima is on a high. Cowboys but, minus four. Yeah, Cowboys on the road. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win. You know what? Longer week. They played on Thursday night. I think that they'll win this game. I think this is where Washington's winning streak comes to an end. Give me the football team. Yeah, I'll take the Cowboys. All right, next up, Jaguars, Titans. Titans minus nine. Yeah, this one's a big number, isn't it? Uh Titans are getting a little healthier, so I'm going to stick with them. Um, and they're coming off a of bye week, so I am going to pick them. But wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me if this game was close. Speaking of bye weeks, I'm going to just throw in this fancy news. So in my $50 league, it's win or go home for me. Well, mm-hmm. win and someone else needs to lose. These are my wide receivers. Michael Pittman, Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle, and Kendrick Bourne. Anyone notice anything? Uh, they're all on buys. Yeah. And Keenan Allen has COVID. <laughs> so. You're going home? Yeah. There goes $50. 
So I thought I'd just throw that out because you mentioned the word buy. Buys. <laughs> Give me the Titans. John? I'll take the Titans as well. Raiders, Chiefs. Chiefs minus nine and a half. This is a big game for the division. The Chiefs lose this. It reopens the division. <coughs> I mean, I I don't love doing this again. I, yeah, I, I knew you were going to, but I like it. I think it's a good play. But I have to go Raiders plus nine and a half lock of the week. Yeah, you do. <coughs> I think that's but pretty. The only the, the thing that truthfully makes me want to do this is the Chiefs have such a big game next Thursday, and they could potentially overlook the Raiders. And the fact that they beat the hell out of the Raiders the last time, I feel like this one could be a little closer. The Raiders obviously remember that. They're going to want to play the Chiefs hard this time. Uh, I still think the Chiefs win. I, I have the Chiefs winning by about seven in this one, so I like the nine and a half. I think I'm getting two, two and a half points of value there. All right, give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think this is going to be a somewhat tricky game for the Chiefs. Um, Will the Chiefs get you a birthday win on your birthday? We will see. Look, okay, the thing I always have to say is that, like, divisional teams usually give you one good game every year, even if they're bad. Like, basically, every team is giving the Chiefs a good game every year, Um, except for the Raiders, I guess. But <laughs> last year um, they beat us. Last year was the only year, though. I think the other two years of Mahomes, we pretty much put him away with ease. Um, I will go with the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I look. I think I think they can get the win out. It's just it's always tricky against a team like this. You never know what can happen. Yeah. And that was, I mean, last year's Chiefs team was one of the best we've seen at that point yeah. in time. And yeah. yeah, they they lost to them. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Saints Jets Saints minus five. Saints minus five. God, Jackson Jets underdog of the week. God, I hate you so much. It's so disgusting. It's so gross. That is disgusting. I, I have to do it. I ugh, I hate doing it. But Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon are just hot dog shit. Like I can't pick. What them, is so. New Orleans abbreviation? Is it Nola? Yeah, so I unfortunately have to take the Jets to win this game, but God, do I not want to? It's so disgusting. Then um, don't do it. You were gonna. Oh, well, I already did. Too late. So you were it's gonna too late. This. And I know you wanted to, John. Oh, I have to take the Bills, man. Come on. Yeah, this is what you get for being in first place. Nah, give me the Jets. Oh shit! Give me the Saints. Alvin Kamara. No, give me the Jets. Like I think the Jets will win. I mean, it's due for a Saints bounce back eventually, but is that just what we need, Albin? It's at home. MetLife. I have to say, Zach Wilson had a good week last week. You so just acted like MetLife's is a competitive advantage. Well, it's better than being in New Orleans, so. Yeah, it's better than being at the Super Dump. Seahawks, Texans. Seahawks minus seven and a half. Yeah, Seahawks big time here. Uh, Texans are phoning it in, they're done. Give me the Seahawks. I don't think they cover. I think this is way close. Well, no, it's Davis Mills. Give me the Seahawks to cover. Yeah, um, I would have taken this as a lock of the week if I didn't take the Vikings. Um, I like the Seahawks a lot in this one. Yeah. All right. Next up, Lions-Broncos. Broncos minus eight with Detroit coming off their hot lo- or hot win. Big win. Yeah. Big win. I actually like the – obviously, I can't lock anything in anymore. I'm done. But I actually like the Broncos to cover this one. I thought about picking this one. Uh just, you know, Detroit gets a big win last week. 
they're riding that high, but you know, I feel like they're going to come crashing back down. You know, they kept playing hard every week to get a win. Now that they have one, how are they going to play? Maybe they'll ride off of it, but I think that they're going to get beat pretty badly in Denver. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Broncos, but if I can make a side bet, Javante Williams to be an anytime touchdown scorer. Javante Williams is the truth. <laughs> that guy was running all over the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, and all my friends were like saying, "Hey, you better watch out. He's gonna be good." And I was like, "All right." No, he he was a damn force. But yeah, I like him to score a touchdown. Oh uh, yeah, and I I'm feeling the Broncos in this as well. I don't know if this is like an actual thing, but I'm inclined to pick against dome teams when they play a mile high. <laughs> I don't know why. I'd love to like see the stats on that, be, but they're gonna be pussed out. But I don't know. <laughs> pussed out. Uh... All right, next up is Giants, Chargers, Chargers minus 10.5. Jake Fromm to get his first career start, more than likely. Yeah, Jake Fromm. Uh, this would have been, and I when I saw this line immediately, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get Giants 10 points underdog of the week. But then I remembered that Jake Fromm is starting. So, yeah, give me the Chargers to blow their ass out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take, oh, God dang it, I keep thinking I'm second. I'm sorry. You're fine. I'm going to take the Chargers, but I mean, even with Daniel Jones certain – I still think the Giants cover. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers. I think Jake Fromm was very Well, Jake much... Fromm isn't the official starter yet. Yeah, he is. Well, oh. Yeah, well, and I, yeah, I – I, Look, I think um, I think Jake Fromm only got in the NFL because of QB1, so <laughs> otherwise he would be just a run-of-the-mill – out of the league, backup, never heard of. He is a backup quarterback. Yeah, he but is he's a backup. Play. He is like, a backup practice squad. He's only gonna play because he was big literally on the practice Mike squad for the whole year this year. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, hey, okay. I good for. I think Jake Fromm gives him a better chance to win than Mike Glennon does. So I, I agree. do think. So I don't mind. Yeah, for that's this. probably true. I mean, my bet is screwed. Bills, Bucks, Bucks minus three and a half. Love Tampa here. Love, love, love Tampa here. Tampa has not lost a home game all year. In fact, outside oh, of God. Dallas on opening, out outside of Tampa, outside of Dallas on opening night, none of their home games have even been close. They are a completely different team at home than they are on the road. And the the Bills' offense, forget that game that they just played because obviously those were extreme conditions. They're kind of broken on offense. They are. Josh Allen is not playing like he did last year, and they don't run the football particularly well. So I like I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win big time here. Yep, Bucks minus three and a half lock of the week. Um, yeah, I'm, I really think it's going to be an easy game for the Buccaneers. I don't think they're going to have a ton of, ton of trouble at home. With that being said, I'll take the Buffalo Bills <laughs> as my underdog of the week. <laughs> so there we go. Be fair, it's a pretty good team to be underdog of the week. Yeah, no, I mean, look, a, a good team in a like a tighter line, they got a shot, but I just. I think the Bucks are pretty damn good, and they're, they're at home, getting their shit together. Road. So, if, if Buffalo loses this, which is obviously entirely possible, they fall to seven and six. Like they yeah, are. In which case, we really need them to beat the Patriots in the last week of the year. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, we're going to be fans with them, and you know, I'm confident Baltimore will slip up again. I'm confident Tennessee will slip up again. Oh, you know, Dude, the Baltimore schedule. They're definitely going to slip up again. Yeah, they got to play Green no Bay. No way they win that out. Not this week, but next week they got to play Green Bay. I don't think they'll be able to win that. Yeah, I don't uh, think they're going to win. And they're very, very hurt. Humphreys out for the year now. So, I mean, there's just – Baltimore I'm not afraid of. It's the only team 
New England, which I don't know if they'll slip up again, but that's obviously what we're talking about. If Buffalo can beat New England, that puts New England at five losses. The Chiefs are on the table. They're the one seed somehow. So. Yeah, no, that's the thing. The Chiefs need to have a game against everyone. Like, they don't own any tiebreakers. Not yet. Now, they don't not no, own a tiebreaker. Isn't with head the to head the first one? It is. And we don't have that with Tennessee, Baltimore, or Buffalo. Yeah, but, so, but, I mean, but Buffalo's already got five losses. Buff- better record rules all of that out, obviously. So they've they have a better record than Buffalo. Tennessee has the same record. I bet Tennessee loses again. Baltimore has the same record. I yeah, as long as we don't lose we, out. If we okay, I will say if we don't if we lose can out, win out, we're the if one. We can seed. win out. The only team that I truthfully think could get the one seed over us is New England. I don't okay. think any of the other teams will win out. Also, an interesting point that can be made is that like we don't have the the tie weight. Oh no, never mind. That wouldn't matter. Never mind. But right. we can't get the tiebreaker over New England because they're seven and one in conference. So 49ers, Bengals, Bengals minus one. So division first? Division goes first, I think. I think it's only division first if it's in the division. Like it's the tiebreaker division. But if it's tiebreaker. Yeah, just go on. I'll figure it out. Yeah. 49ers, Bengals, Bengals minus one. I love the 49ers here. I think the 49ers go in here and win. Uh, Burrow's hand is very messed up. And uh, I just think the Bengals have overachieved this year. I think that, in all honesty, they're going to miss the playoffs. I just don't think they're – they're fun, but they're – people forget. Like, they're kind of in the early stages slash, like, the middle stages of a rebuild. They were pretty terrible last year, and, like, the offensive line's still a problem. So, I, as much as I like Joe Burrow and Cincinnati, I think they're going to come back down to earth towards the last few weeks of the season. Yes, and, I mean, you do have to realize this Bengals team, their win total for this year was only five and a half. They've already exceeded expectations while many people expected them to be better than five wins. I think this is a close game if Joe Burrow is healthy, but he's not. So, therefore, giving the 49ers Elijah Mitchell anytime uh, touchdown score. I don't know why I'm giving these bets, but I just – Yeah, these prop bets. I don't know why, but they just intrigue me. Okay, well, I'm going to take the Niners, and I actually would like to see the Niners make the playoffs. I think they have an Same. okay chance at knocking off a dangerous team. So, you want, okay, I have the tiebreaker rules up if you guys want to hear them. Just give yeah. us number one. So, well, everyone knows number one. It's head-to-head. But number two is best win-loss percentage in games played within the division. So it is division second. Third is Ooh. best win-loss tied percentage in common opponent. Fourth is best win-loss percentage in conference. So conference comes in fourth when it comes really? to that. Yeah, it, division it, second, common opponent third. looking at to tie-break a division, though? Not mine. I'm on NFL.com. My NFL <laughs> tie-breaking procedures. All right. All right. I, I They're probably the same I procedures mean, just for both. But. It, all right. Well, in that case, we have a shot. However, they're going to have to lose to the Bills – because our only chance is that them not getting a better divisional record. Yeah, because, because they common have opponents better common opponents screwed. and conference. Oh, yeah. hold on. Hold on. We don't – if they lose one more game, they're at five losses. And no then shit, tiebreakers Jackson. are out the window. Well, duh. So but, that's what I'm saying. They don't well, – forget dude, they about – the, They probably will win out. Look at who they play. I don't know, man. It's tough that to win every single game left, that they could slip up. We're gonna they be Bills go to fans. Indy. I can't believe I just they gotta said go it. to Indy to play. Colts are a good team. Yeah, that's on a Saturday. Bills and then I Miami at the end of the season. One of those three, they could easily lose. So you know, they probably won't though. All right, let's we'll see. We gotta start going a little quicker. We got things to go to. 
Bears, Packers, Packers minus 12 and a half. Yeah, Packers. <laughs> Don't think there's much of a debate there here. There is not. Uh, I hope Aaron Rodgers does another I still own you kind of moment. That'd be pretty lit. Uh, the Bears are going to be pretty pissed off about that moment, but they don't really have the talent to do anything about it. So, John? Oh, are we? Um, oh, I'm going to go with the Packers. Safe bet. Rams, <laughs> Cardinals, Cardinals minus three. Huge game. Thank God, man. These Monday Night Football games, another great one. And this one, there won't be bad weather. Um, I like the Cardinals to win again. Stafford in big games is ass. So I like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals as well. If they win, they they clinch a playoff spot. Um, that is true. I like the Cardinals as well. Also, I want to say, Jackson, I am actually right. Um, <laughs> you were looking at with the break a tie within a division section. God you, damn it! Yep, you're right. Yeah, right. you have to do the wild card tiebreakers for the seating. Shit. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I didn't Which realize that are... page went down further. Yeah, which we are sadly toasted on because they're seven and one. Luckily, the luckily, will not matter if they lose another game, and that's what you just have to hope for. Yeah, yeah. Now let's think. The Chiefs are just going to have to have the standalone best record. That's where we're at. So, All right, and here we not, go. Pretend that the two seed would be absolutely horrible. It would obviously you don't get the bye, but still, we I got would take three more things to talk about. Well, let's do it. Number one, Missouri KU border war is back. Let's look at the line. Don't I want, I want to take a guess at the line. I actually have not looked at it to be 100%. You can't even gonna, look at it. KU so. minus 24. I'm going to think it's KU minus 18. Uh, let's see if you can even look at it. Is there even a line yet? Uh, I have to see if Mizzou loses to Eastern Illinois. Why would you even ask this question if there isn't even a fucking line? I don't know. I thought there would have been a line. Anyway, so, yeah. Anyway, it's going to be ass, but we're going to watch it. It's going to be fun. It is going to be legitimately Supposedly, maybe the worst there's already basketball history. But that's what makes it awesome. I mean, Supposedly, I there's already 100 people camping out inside of uh, KU's basketball arena. There is absolutely... No, Jesse Newell <laughs> tweeted about it. There is absolutely... Yeah, there is no line yet. Uh, there probably will be a line after Missouri plays tonight. They're playing yeah. Eastern Illinois. And then, which, if they lose that game, the line should bump up to about 30. At least. All right. Two more things left. Yeah. It's Race for the Tenth Seed, presented by Primetime Kansas City. All right. Ooh, let's get ready to rumble. Coming in at number 13, it is the John Wallace Rockets at 7 and 16. Number 12. No, why are you doing a YouTuber voice? Do a freaking announcer voice. Yeah, we're, we do PA announcer voices for this yeah, shit. We're not doing number four, Burger King's foot. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Do your do the right thing. Okay, well, I'm home, Burger so King I really can't lettuce. I really can't yell. Okay, we will then for you. All right. Uh, let, me get, let me get the Eastern Western Conference standings up. No, screw it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ron's, number 12. Ron's, Ron's just going to get pissed. Number 12, it is the San Antonio Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Number 11, it is the Darian 
Foxled Sacramento Kings. Bro, is like you said you couldn't yell. Is someone gonna be pissed off about this? Yes, but it's whatever. It's the race for the tenth seed. I'm dedicated. The race for the tenth. We have to go. Oh, right, here we go. Number ten. It is the Damian Lillard max max contract extension. Ben Simmons wants this mother. You know what, Dick. Portland Trailblazers. We don't have a GM. Number nine. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves. With Anthony Edwards and D'Lo. And number eight. It is the Jokic Murder Brothers Denver Nuggets. And MPJ's pussy ass hurt his back again. Number seven. It is America's team. The Crypto Center. The LeBron James Mecca. The Los Angeles Lakers. Love Mickey. All right. No. There's race for the 10th seed. Kings <laughs> haven't moved one spot. I hate LeBron James as much as the next guy, and I will never say LeMickey. Literally, you just did. You literally just did. Fraud, LeBron. No, like never is like an actual thing to insult LeBron, though. All right, like, D four of the week. Mine's Tommy Fury. He backed out of a fight from Jake Paul. That is pretty soft. And now, yeah, is no, that fight on Sunday? Like, when is that Saturday. fight? Sunday. Oh, it is Sunday. on Saturday. Sunday. It's Thursday. It's December sixteenth. Nah. Or is it December eighteenth? One or the other. It better not be because then that's the day that. Uh, the day the uh, the Chiefs. Well, we're Chargers. getting a Tommy Fury rematch, or not a Tommy Fury rematch. It's eighteen. Eighteen rematch. Eighteen. So yeah. Yeah. Why would it be sixteen? That was a Thursday. Jackson, that's on a Saturday. Is it on a Saturday? It's yeah. next Saturday. Yeah, next. Saturday. Oh, next Saturday. I I had my dates mixed up. Okay. But uh, yeah. yeah, my my D four of the week. It's probably going to be one multiple times this season. It's Mizzou's offense on in basketball specifically. Um, holy shit, it has hit new lows. 14 first half points versus Liberty. Um, they had more turnovers than points in the first half. Uh, it has just become laughable. And as Josh has noted, we are the lowest power five rated basketball team in the country. And motherfuckers still, but the thing I see is, on Twitter. There's only one way defend- to go up. True. I still see people on Twitter defending Conzo Martin. And it's just like, how can you? How could you defend this idiot? And they're like, well, he doesn't have the talent. Well, that's his fault. He's been here four years now. He should have recruited better. Yeah, he should have got the talent. Um, yeah, and screw Jim Sterk for uh, he's my D4 of the week because he's going to put us through four years of embarrassment. Jim Sterk is not the athletic director. He's the one that scheduled this, though. He was oh. the athletic director when these games were made. It's ridiculous, man. Why would you play KU? We would have beat them last year. Them in football? We, he might as well take yeah, all we get the them and we throw them in them. front of a bulldozer. I swear to God, John, we played them in 2025. In football, yeah, in 2025. Yeah. We have to get our asses kicked for four straight years to play them twice in football. Whoop the freaking do! I, I, it's ridiculous. I'm all sorry. So we never screw you, Jim Sterk. And COVID can suck my dick because this was supposed yes. to happen last year, right? Yes. And we actually would have beat them last year potentially in December because we but, were good yeah, in December COVID last year. Yeah, COVID can just suck, suck everything. Last year, because Mizzou, thing... December was actually pretty damn good. So this is just tragedy. It is going to be terrible. Uh, I mean, I know you guys have given what you think the line should be. Give me, because this is going to be funny to revisit, give me a final score prediction. I'm not even joking. Yeah, no, I nothing is a joke unless you 87, 87 to 51. Wow, 90 nicer, to 37. 
you know they'll run up the score too because it's a rivalry. They're not yeah. going to treat Mizzou they nicely. They don't score against anybody though. That's the thing. I, I think it goes eighty-five to forty. That's my guess. All right. Uh, okay, that's a little bit ridiculous. I feel like. How was that ridiculous? But yours wasn't ninety to thirty-seven. Ninety to thirty-seven. No, that's too close. That's too close. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we gotta end it. All right, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Primetime Kansas City for a preview of Chiefs Chargers. Peace.